Hello, and welcome to episode two of Teaching with Multimedia. My name is Alex Dewhurst, your host. Um, This episode is going to be titled John Spencer and Multimedia. Um, So let's get right into it with segment number one, who is John Spencer? Uh, So John Spencer is a former middle school and current professor who helps empower teachers and students with what he calls voice and choice. He's written three books titled Launch, Empower, and Vintage Innovation. He works with organizations all over the world, and his main goal is preaching voice and choice to students, teachers, and parents, as well as embracing student-centered lessons. And Spencer's website can be found at spencerauthor.com. Overall, Spencer is just sort of an innovative leader in the education field who really embraces the idea of student choice and student freedom as a way to engage students in their own learning and give them a little bit of power within the classroom. Um, Within this episode, we're going to be going over sort of uh, some of Spencer's main ideas as well as how those are utilized in the classroom by myself personally. Moving on to part two of our episode today titled Empowering Students. And this is sort of the main thing that Um, I feel Spencer preaches on his website, and he has an entire toolkit dedicated to empowering uh, students, and um, it's very, very helpful if this is something that you're interested in. Uh, So one of the main things that Spencer advocates for is something that he calls empowering students. In his Empowering Students package, he discusses his own journey of being empowered by his own teachers. Um, He talks about a a middle school teacher, Mrs. Spoot, uh, sorry, Mrs. Smoot, uh, told him not to hide his voice and embrace his creativity. This inspired him to empower his own students. He felt that because he was empowered by teachers that he could do the same for his own students. Um, John then goes on to discuss his own experiences of empowering students as a teacher. He discusses how he felt his lessons lacked something and that students were not able to engage with his work because they had so little choice in their assignments. I think this is something that we can all relate to as teachers where we're just sort of leading through students the things that we've already decided for them, and they don't have much choice or power in the classroom. Um, so he described himself in this current state as a tourist teacher, uh, which essentially meant that he was leading students through education rather than them taking the lead. Uh, the lesson that led him to this idea was the self-described documentary project, and this was a project that students came up with. Um, he sort of asked them in what he called the lame duck week Uh, What did they want to do? And so they came up with uh, a a documentary project that um, dealt with immigration. Um, So freedom, he wrote, uh, was the secret ingredient to the students embracing this project like he had never seen before. Um, So within this toolkit, he goes on to give seven ways to empower students. And I'm going to go through, um, I'm just going to list all seven, and then I'm going to get a little bit more specific with a couple of them in the next segment. So number one, empower students with voice and choice. We sort of touched on this a little bit where students have more choice in the classroom. Number two, empower students to own the process. So they take control of the learning process. Number three, empower students to ask questions. I think this is something that we'd all love to see more of in our classrooms where students are actually engaged with the classwork by asking questions. Um, But I don't know if we're always so successful at that. At least I don't feel I am. Uh, four is empower students to own the assessment process. So uh, this also comes into play when we're dealing with assessments and we're going to get a little bit more into that in part three, um, empower students to solve problems. This is always something that I think is so important in the classroom is getting students to sort of have the motivation, the intrinsic motivation to solve problems on their own. 
Number six, empower students to own the project management. So instead of you sort of holding your their hands through the assignment, letting them take control and take responsibility of the project. And finally, number seven, empower students to own the creative process. So giving that again, giving them that creative freedom to um, just embrace the process in general. So all of these things allow students to have more freedom in the classroom and create something that they can be proud of and interested in. And we're going to get into more specific detail about the particular aspects of some of these seven ways in the next segment. Now moving on to segment three of the podcast episode, voice and choice in the assessment process. So as I read through John's empowerment toolkit, I realized so many things that I can be doing differently and some things that I need to continue doing in my own classroom. Uh, For me, the two biggest takeaways that I had were student choice and student choice within assessments. Um, And I think assessment particularly is something that maybe teachers uh, struggle with giving students a little bit more freedom in, but Um, We're going to see if we can do that here today. So there are some activities that I do with students that offer choice, but not nearly enough. Um, I think things like vocab and grammar can really lend themselves to this idea, as well as something like allowing students to choose what book to read or what kind of nonfiction they'd like to engage with. Um, So I find that students always have, especially with nonfiction, where we sort of have to get get to nonfiction. And it's always a difficult approach for students because it's not something they're always familiar with. But I think it opens a lot of opportunity for um, them engaging within their own interests. Students are their own individuals. As we know, they're always going to have some sort of specialized interest and sort of allowing them to embrace that and sort of um, embrace the process of figuring out who they are, figuring out what they want to learn about, and then letting them utilize that within the classroom. So I think that choice within assignments like that can be really, really useful. And then moving on to assessments. So assessments are typically, at least in my classroom, their quizzes, their tests, their uh, projects, their PowerPoint presentations, whatever it might be, um, are those sort of endings assessments, not so much formative assessments, but the summative assessments are always sort of the same thing that we're all familiar with. Um, so, But one assessment that I do that's always had success is my Romeo and Juliet final assessment. Um, So this allows students to pick from one of 10 different projects, and they all are very different. So they range from creating a video, you could make a newspaper, um, you can make a song playlist, there's art options, tons of different options for students to pick from. And they're always engaged with this assessment, um, because I think it gives them choice in what they're doing, freedom in what they're doing, and it lets them embrace one area of expertise or interest that they have. to, to sort of help them show their knowledge of the text itself. So overall, I would like to utilize more choice in my lessons and assessments and embrace more of John Spencer's teachings on empowering students. Um, this is going to be it for today's episode, but I hope you give uh, John Spencer's website a, a look. He's got a lot of great information on there. And again, spencerauthor.com is the website. He's got great information on there. So please give him a listen and I'll see you next time.